Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back in here as we have made our way to Tuesday afternoon. It is currently just over 70 degrees. Uh, Our friend Bill Hurlbrink from Channel 5 Mm -hmm. tweeted out early this morning, said, (laughs) it'll be 19 degrees at 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. The temperature. What did you say? 4 p.m. today is when it's going to hit. That's when it's going to start to turn. Now, that doesn't mean at 4 o'clock you're going to need to put a jacket on. I think by 6 o'clock it's going to be in the 50s. But it, the turn is going to happen right between uh, 4 o'clock and 4.30 when when the cold front's going to start to push through. It's going to take several hours to get there, though. I think the really cold temperatures are going to hit around 10 o'clock uh, when the snow is expected to start. I, I mean, be outside right now and, and fathom that, right? So yeah. we're talking 10 hours from now, and it could be snowing on you. I don't like the word sleet. Oh, I don't yeah. like sleet in general, but when they said sleet... That's ice. Uh-huh. That's be ready for no school tomorrow. Oh. Which it's 71 degrees outside right now, but be ready because ice is not good to get kids to school. Yeah. Are we pre-treating? Is anybody seeing that yet? Because. <laughs> what a weird image that would be right now. 70 degrees outside and we got we got salt trucks pre-treating the roadways. Yeah. Hey. Um. Yeah. If anybody sees it, we can we can tweet at Casey. Casey Moe, Brian David Platt, we could tweet at our friends over there and see <laughs> see if they've got trucks out and, to and get ready for this. This isn't, and the crazy part about this is this isn't even the biggest temperature swing this season. No. We had a 70, almost 70 degree swing uh, back, it was December, January. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this one's going to be 50 something degrees that it's going to go from, I guess, 74 to 19. So, what does that come out to? 55? Math, not my department. Yeah, I think, it's yeah, a, I think that's like a that. fifty-five degree swing. So yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting. I mean, you know, I was saying before the show, we have a sunroom out back, and it, the windows slide open. They got screens on them and stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, I think you know, wouldn't it be cool to kind of move the TV out there and put up a couple of chairs and just open the windows and feel what that feels like to have the temperature drop that fast? Yes. I wonder how you could show it. How could you show? Um. L- Dumb quiet wind. Well, well, a wind will usually with a front like that. Wind wind's going to pick it? up. Well, oh, and the other thing to mention here, by the way, uh, and there are memes actually showing up on social media about this already, is that this is a high pressure system that's coming through. 
So the the barometric pressure is actually going to rise during this, even though the temperature is going to be falling. So if you are unlucky, as my wife and myself are, to have weather-triggered migraines, you better mm-hmm. be hiding under the bed right now because today is not going to be a fun one for you. Um, so, yeah, just in all seriousness, just be aware tonight when you're driving home, it could be very different than what it was on your way in this morning. Yeah. And with kids, like, do kids take winter coats to school today? <laughs> yeah, well, they probably Knowing won't need them. walk home. Yeah, I think at four o'clock, we're still going to be up near 70. So, okay. I, I, but yeah, don't don't think that what you were walking home in today is what you're going to be walking to school in tomorrow, because it's going to be vastly different. Yeah. So, well, uh, city employee tells us a KCMO will start pre-treating at 6 p.m. Plow drivers have been called in for tonight and tomorrow. At least you're not going to be like taking the ice off the windows and stuff like that tonight when they yeah. when you send them out. So be careful and be aware. Good news real quick about the the weather that's going to come in with this is it's that part of the front where the where the you know the uh the snow and sleet is expected to be. It crossed through Colorado a little bit ago. Uh it's very narrow that band mm-hmm. and it's moving very fast. So if we do get snow, we're not going to get dumped on. We'll get right. some and then it'll be gone. But it will drop low enough, the temperature tonight, if it's going to be 19 at 6 o'clock tomorrow morning, at some point, the ground will be wet, mm-hmm. and that could freeze and be slick. Yes, yeah, especially on bridges, overpasses, the same stuff we yes. say every time this comes through. Watch yourself on that. Yes, absolutely. All right, it is Girl Scout cookie season until April. And Channel 9 WGN-TV out of Chicago, to answer the question they must have been asked, what happens to Girl Scout cookies at the end of the season that are unsold? And this was interesting. Yeah, I learned something I didn't know about the way they do business. It's not unlike how car dealerships work, where, uh, you know, car dealerships aren't actually part of the company that they sell for. A Ford dealership generally is not owned by Ford. Ford Mm -hmm. sells the cars to the dealership, who then sells them to you at a profit. It's a weird situation, but that's okay. It's kind of how it works. So with Girl Scout cookies, they do it the same way. They work with local bakeries around the country, and the troops <coughs> buy those cookies and then sell them and use whatever, you know, to make. But if they have a shortfall, if they have uh, more cookies than they have um, customers in any given season, what they do with the rest of the cookies is they donate them. Yeah, as a special treat after the meal for go to food banks food pantries i would love to know the math behind how they decide how many to make every year and do they make them all at one time before they start selling or can they call if one region's doing really really well in March, midway through, can they call and say, we need more Thin Mints or whatever it is? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, get them from Topeka. Yeah, they, they're not selling right. any Thin Mints this year. Boy, wouldn't that be wild? Um, uh-huh. And I'll bet they do. I mean, there's got to be some kind of system to, to distribute that. But uh, you know what I was wondering about is because they said, well, we donate these things as, as a special treat to the people who use food pantries. And my question, I've never used a food pantry, was can anybody? I mean... Do you have to reach, do you have to, you know, um, achieve certain criteria in order to get food from a food bank? And the the answers that I've found so far interested me even more in that they all make their own policies. Mm-hmm. And some of them, including, by the way, and I hope I'm not telling any stories out of school here, but it is on their website. The one in Shawnee, no requirement at all. You want free food? I, you walk in and get free food. 
I think that's more common than not um, for from a dignity standpoint. Yeah, so that you don't have to prove that you need it. You just walk up, and if you need food, you say, I need food, and you get to walk out. No, I really am poor. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not an easy conversation that anybody would want to have. Uh, so I get that. Some Now, some of them do. I mean, they, they'll make you prove that, you know, you're under a certain income or that you're unemployed or whatever. But I think for that reason, because they don't want to put you through the third degree, you're already having a rough enough time, they figure. But I, I wonder how many people game that system. Oh, well, gosh, I hope that's. Hopefully you don't. Hopefully you actually do. Like we talk about the people that don't pay their kids lunch bills. That it's for people who need it. Not. Yeah. That it doesn't show on paper. There's no way to prove you need it. Yeah. But you, you do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because there are things like um, there's there's a it's it's not a food bank or a pantry. They, I mean, they sell stuff, but it's the hostess outlet in. Uh, oh, yeah. In is was um, Grandview. Mm-hmm. Um, I, can, I cannot get Grandview and Gladstone straight in my head, but it's Grandview. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but, yeah, I, I mean, they sell discounted stuff, but it's stuff that is three days old. And, you know, and right. we'll go in there every so often and, and you know, look around and see if there's any good deals going on. But that's buying stuff. That's not taking something for free that's not meant for me. Right. That stuff, <clears throat> excuse me, that they would have to throw away. Yes. Because they couldn't sell. And would. If, yeah. if somebody didn't come in there and buy it. But, yeah, it's just it was such an oddity to me because, I mean, the reason why I wondered about that is because how would you prove it? You right. know what I mean? Even if you were low income or didn't have enough money to, to make ends meet. Um, and the fact that they don't ask, I think, is a good thing. But, it, I mean, it does open you up for people who don't need free food to just walk in and grab free food. How much are the Girl Scout cookies now? Six bucks a box? Uh, I think so. Five? Yeah, yeah they, were at, uh, they were at Hy-Vee uh, Sunday when I went up there. And I... Th- Oh, man. I was going to say that they were five, but I think you're right. I think they went up to six. I mean, that's I could see somebody scamming yeah. to go get some free whatever your whatever your favorite is well, from I've, the food pantry. I've told you about the Thin Mints thing before at Dollar General. No, no. <laughs> Do uh, Dollar General sells mint flavored cookies that I am convinced are 100% from the same bakery that makes the Thin Mints for the Girl Scouts because the, the only thing about them is the cookie part isn't brown. It's it's that tan cookie color. Oh, you know, okay. but that's, that's a food coloring thing, though. That's, you right. know, that doesn't mean anything. But they taste exactly like the Girl Scout Thin Mints, and they're like a buck and a half a box. So, yeah, during the off-season, I'll always go in there and, and stock up a little bit. Okay, so we throw a lot on the table here. If you have thoughts, <laughs> yeah. feel free to get it. Whatever this, yeah, this totally schizoid conversation has brought mm-hmm. you to, yeah, bring your comments forward. Adam in Overland Park is up next with us. Hey, Adam. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Doing well. Great. What do you think? I am a big fan of the show. I love you guys. Thank um, you. Thank you. So we run a pantry out of the front of our house at the corner of 71st, well, just off the corner of 71st to make up. We put out, we started this in, in 2020, and we put out probably 16 to 20,000 pounds ever since uh, June out of the front of our house. Wow. And just. We don't ask for anything either. To anybody. We don't ask, well, a, a lot of the places, for some reason, they want to, uh, they have to qualify you. All the, the churches have to qualify you because Harvesters provides for that. Um, the government provides some kind of assistance there, here and there. Okay. We, uh, okay. yeah, so we don't. We protect our anonymity uh, of our clients 
every way we can, so much so that we've, we've lost grants uh, being able to fund what we do um, because everybody wants to talk about all the uh, – they, they, they want all the demographics. Um, a lot of the people just need food. A lot of people just need food because their one spare tire popped and they can't replace it, right. and they yeah. either food or repair the car, food or gas to work, food or medicine. Um, we don't care. Uh, we have never cared. Um, like I said, for three years we've been we've been putting this out. We have a mass of uh, uh, not a mass, but lots of volunteers that come over and help and and do this. We're getting ready to move to a, a bigger location, but. That's great. Um, it's it's there. Uh, the need is there. I've been there. Um, you know, everybody gets to a point where I got two dollars left, and oh, uh, preach, I got yeah, six days left of paycheck and all that. So um, it shouldn't be. We live in the best country on the planet. Um, we we have a lot of the best people. This is all supported one hundred percent by uh, a little bit of food recovery expert or uh, efforts, and then. All of the people in the community, we we t- partner with a couple of places like Jewish Family Services, so we can actually uh, uh, we trade bread. I work for a I drive for a bread company, so I trade them bread for meat. Um, some of the grocery stores help out with uh, milk. We get dairy products. I, I unloaded I don't know four thousand pounds of dairy last week. Wow! Uh, so the needs out there, we see the people, we track how much weight we put out, how much weight we bring in. And by that, we can determine, according to the government, they say each each person eats about four pounds of food every day. Um, and the cost of that is about $11.03 for those four pounds. So we can extrapolate from there and go, well, this is how many people we're serving. Uh, not to mention the fact that we talked to almost all of them. Adam, I talk a lot. And yeah, and we, and we appreciate it. We're, uh, we're up against a break, but I, I do have a question. If I drove that area, because you're not far from me, um, I, I would love to see your operation. Would I be able to notice you? <laughs> I, that's yeah. a yes. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so you guys are at the Odyssey building, right? Yep. Okay. So if you come south on Medcalf mm-hmm. to the stoplight at 71st Street, you'll see. Uh, to the Holy Rosary Church There's on the left. church on one corner, right. right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you turn right, uh, we are six houses in on the left-hand side. All right. There's a big blue box. Looks like an oversized uh, library. But it's tinypantrytimes.org, and you can Google that, and you can get all the information you need. Outstanding. Adam, thank you. And thanks for doing what you thank do. You I guys. think that's, that's an excellent effort. And see, that's what I love to hear is somebody who has been there who says, yeah. I don't want anybody else to have to be here. Right. Right. All right. We have a bunch of you on hold. Um, Hang with us here. We'll get to your calls next year in KMBZ. So we learned today that at the end of um, Girl Scout cookie season, what they have left, they donate to food pantries. And again, I will never know what the inner workings of that formula are, but that got us talking about food pantries. Yeah, and a lot of you are responding. We'll go right back to the phones and go to Jim in Gardner up next. Hi, Jim. Hey, how are you guys doing? Doing well. What do you know? Well, my question is, what does a Girl Scout troop make off a box of cookies? They don't make commission. They just have to get a goal, don't they? You you mean uh, like how much of the, the six bucks that you pay for a box of cookies goes to support that troop? Right. Oh, I don't know. It's probably a dollar or two. Oh, God, it should be more than that. Could be. I don't. I don't know. 
Why do you okay. ask? I'm just curious. Oh, okay. Well, we'll see if we can find out, Jim. Okay. Hey, John, I got a question. Or no, not a question, but hey, you said you repaired guitars and amps? Uh, yeah, I did. yeah, I do. Okay, well, Colin's got my number. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll get you taken hey, care of, Jim. Yeah, go go check with him. And I've been trying to get a hold of you for a couple of weeks now. Oh, I, I, I've been out of town. But it, we'll, we'll get you squared away, Jim. No problem. Thank you very much. I guess we'll go from there to Jessica. Thanks, Jim. Uh, Jessica and Casey is up next on the side. Jessica? Hi. Hey there. Um, so... One, I think it's really sad that food pantries have to require you to qualify. Um, I think it should be an honor-based system, uh, but unfortunately, there are people who are not honorable in this country. True. Um, the, the reason that having to qualify for a food pantry is that it's such a issue, I think, is that, you know, me and my husband, we make good money. Um, but there are still times we have three children, three young children. There are still times that big bills come up and putting food on the table is, is rough. Going grocery shopping is rough. Um, and, and the worst part about it is to try and buy anything healthy that isn't overly processed food is even more expensive. So supporting a family is expensive and you don't ever know, what's going on in that person's life that yeah. could make it really difficult for them to be able to afford it. A hundred percent. Yeah. And we were informed off the air that, and I think somebody may have mentioned this on the air as well, that the difference is whether they take federal money. If, if, it, if the food pantry is subsidized, then the federal government forces them to make sure people qualify. But if it's a pantry that just runs off of donations and volunteers, like the gentleman we heard from earlier, they can make whatever rules they want or none. Right. And and I know there's a lot of us out there that probably luckily I my family has not had to use a food pantry yet. Um, but as as cost of living continues to rise and, yeah. you know, you never know. And it would really suck if some people weren't able to just because of the amount of money that they make. I appreciate the fact that there are people out there that don't take federal aid for that so that they can make their own roles and provide for the people who wouldn't qualify otherwise. You got it. Jessica, yeah, well, well said. And yeah, we saw, uh, Jamie, I think you saw it this morning. There was an article mm-hmm. about we Amer- Americans in general now spend more of our income on food than we ever have before. Yeah, I can't remember what the figure is out of it, but there was a in however many years that we're spending on food. So, um, And the figures in terms of how much per box... The troop gets are all over the place <laughs> on the text line. Um, it's not consistent. Yeah. It, it, most of you are saying it, it is a dollar a box. So we'll see. <laughs> but yes. yeah, yeah, that's, uh, and, it, that, and that sounds about right. You know, yeah, that'll yeah. cover the cost of the cookies and everything else. So definitely. All right. Thanks to everybody for getting here. Coming up, we'll go to the story out of Disney where you have a, it's another one of these where you have a woman with very serious allergies who's aware of it tells a restaurant about it, doesn't go well. Get to this lawsuit coming up next here on KMBZ.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Next story comes to us out of CNN. This is out of Orange County, Florida, also the home of Disney. We have another one of these stories, uh, and this one ends the worst possible way, but we've talked about this before, where you have someone with a severe allergy to something. In this case, it is dairy and nuts. Severe allergy to dairy and nuts. They go into a restaurant, make it very clear about that allergy, are assured no problem. Turns out there's a problem. Big problem. And you're right. This ended as horribly as it possibly could. This woman was a doctor and is now dead because of an allergic reaction to this food that she ate. Uh, And they said they tested her blood afterwards. I mean, they pretty much knew what it was that killed her. It was an anaphylactic reaction. But uh, they tested her blood afterwards and found elevated levels of both nuts and dairy. So it was everything that they told. I mean, and the stuff that she ordered, this is what I don't understand, is it sounds like... It would be fine. Vegan everything, which how milk got into that or any dairy product is is another question that they should be asking. But I mean, they over and over again said, this is what we need. She can have no nuts and no dairy of any kind. And we're assured, oh, yeah, no problem. We understand. We got you. It shouldn't be a problem for us. We can prepare it any way you need. And brought the food out and screwed it up and ended up killing this woman. The story says the lawsuit alleges a waiter guaranteed certain foods could be made allergen free. It was allegedly confirmed several more times before, as John said, she ordered a vegan fritter. I don't know what kind of fritter, but vegan fritter, scallops, onion rings, onion rings, and a vegan shepherd's pie. Here is my assumption about it. Is that because you're right. I can't think of where dairy and nuts would show up in those. Just in the mashed potatoes. Uh, but, but nuts but are in all kinds of things you don't think. And if it's vegan shepherd's pie, you shouldn't be using uh, you shouldn't be using dairy in the mashed potatoes anyway. You should substitute right. with something else. Right. So either butter made its way in, uh, milk yeah. made its way into the mashed potatoes, or something was fried in, like there was butter in what the scallops were fried in, or it was peanut or, oil, or right, or peanut oil, or they didn't clean the pan. Like they just use the pan from last time. I assume it's something like that. I assume it's it's the the conditions where they didn't they didn't get a clean pan or they didn't wipe off the counter 
And if she has severe allergies, that's all it would take. Yeah, that sensitivity. I mean, we've talked before about the girl who died because she kissed her boyfriend after he ate a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And there was yeah. enough left on his lips that it killed her. I mean, it can be that sensitive. And apparently she was. I mean, they wouldn't have taken the measures that they did to over and over again reconfirm that everything could be made to their standards. And they, yeah, somebody, somebody screwed this up pretty significantly. The family is seeking at least $50,000 in damages as part of Florida's Wrongful Death Act, along with damages for pain and suffering. And again, I want to point out, this was almost immediate that she had a reaction after that. Uh, she had difficulty breathing and collapsed while shopping. I don't know how quickly after that she died, but it, it all happened pretty fast. And it was, um, Dana and Perks were talking about this one yesterday and, and was listening to some of that conversation. And there has to be a way for someone with severe allergies to go out to eat and and be able to trust when they are told yes this is what we say it is yeah and and to their defense i mean not that they need defending um i mean this woman was 42 years old and she's now gone you think yeah. how many more years did she have in front of her not only to enjoy life but as a doctor to help people and now that's gone too um but, you know, you can almost see them thinking, because this is what I would think, Walt Disney World has people come in from all over the globe all the time. They Absolutely. have to be able to accommodate anything. So you figure if anybody could do it, it would be Disney because they have to have seen that before. She's not the first yeah. one to go to Disney World who has severe allergies. So yeah. I can see them thinking, okay, this will be okay. We'll be safe here. This isn't going to some diner in the middle of nowhere where they really don't understand how serious her condition is. They know. Yeah. Yeah. And there are so many restaurants at Disney that if it's that big of a deal where you're not sure you're going to be able to meet, like it's one thing to be able to make something gluten-free. It's another thing to accommodate a nut allergy or a dairy allergy. That's a harder one. Then have certain restaurants on site that take more proactive measures against that. Here's my stupid brain <laughs> coming out and saying, isn't there a solution to this? We have test strips that you can mm -hmm. dip into a drink and find out if somebody tried to slip you a, a roofie. Okay. Yeah. Why do we not have test strips that you can dip into your dinner and tell you if there's nuts in it? That is a good question for somebody with that allergy. That's a very good question. And yeah, and and I say that not knowing that that doesn't exist. Maybe it does, but it seems like I mean, if you want to be if you want to be the next bazillionaire, figure out a way to do that so that people who have those kinds of severe allergies can test everything as you know in the moment and find out if it's something that's going to harm them. If you have severe nut or milk allergies or severe nut or dairy allergies, tell me how you eat out. Let's go to the phones and uh, bring in Shane and Olathe. Hey, Shane. Hey, good afternoon. Um, you know, I was just telling him, I I don't know, if you have a, a if you have such an allergy where if touching a nut kills you, how would you trust anybody? I was going to say at the, at, the, uh, at the onset, you know, how would you trust some 16-year-old kid making minimum wage at Disney, but anybody? Because I went to a restaurant one time, and I'm a, I'm kind of a, I'm, I'm a very picky eater. And they had a filet mignon, but they put a demi-glade on it. And, it. and I said, I don't want that. If you have to put that on a steak, the steak's no good. Okay. It came out, had the, had the demi-glade on it, right? 
And I said, oh, I ordered it without that. Now, I ordered my steaks medium rare, and he came out. It was a thick steak, and he came out faster than I thought that it would take to redo the steak. And I said, well, you made sure that, you know, this isn't the same steak where he just cooked off the demiglaze, right? He goes, oh, no, 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 not at all. I'm going to go, great. And I started cutting into it, and I go, because I have a severe nut allergy. Now, granted, I was, you know, testing him. Uh-huh. You were he lying, yeah. That, he snatched that steak away from me faster than I could cut into it. <laughs> so you're caught up. And I'm like, okay, that's what I thought. Uh-huh. But how, I don't know how you would trust anybody. And, and, and Disney, I can tell you, they allow you bring your own food, keep it in your car in a cooler, and, and they'll let you go in and out from the parking lot if you need to go eat. But do they do that at restaurants? No, no, no. I'm saying if you have to eat and you have that severe of an allergy, well, then maybe you're just not blessed enough to be able to go eat out. Then right? uh, then, then don't tell people you can do it. Right. Right. Uh, you know, no, I get that. I, I No, I get that on their side. Absolutely. But if this was me, man, I wouldn't trust anybody. I'm making my own food <laughs> and I'm bringing it with me. But so, think about you know, what you're talking about. Think of think about what you're asking of someone or what you're talking about then. You may, think about how much of our social the the social part of our lives involves food and eating out in restaurants. You you know, there has to be a way for this now maybe not all restaurants, but in a place like Disney, there's got to be a way for her to be able to eat out somewhere. Well, I'm diabetic and I have to watch everything. So, I I, I get the I, I don't know. I, I just. Well, but you can take insulin. True, absolutely. But if, if, if like I said, if, if touching a nut or kissing my wife that would kill me because she accidentally had a peanut M and M, you know, I mean, would you trust it? You know, and how much onus does the does the restaurant have to take to accommodate every single person? What's the population well, yeah, and, that have that severe of a nut allergy? Shane, yeah, thanks. I think that's the crux of the matter. Thank you for the call. And I think what he said really is what this comes down to is the, the, the restaurant could have told them when they came in, no, we can't do that. We cannot be safe enough right. for what you need. We're not going to be able right. to accommodate you. And I think that would be fair game. I mean, I wouldn't want to see somebody sue a restaurant for saying, we can't we can't make this safe for you. But right. when, the minute that they said, yes, we can accommodate you, and then they killed her, then all bets are off. It's not her responsibility. Nut allergies are really common. Dairy allergies are pretty common. Yeah. it's And she ordered things that can easily be made without those two things. You can make mashed potatoes without dairy and butter. They might not taste exactly the same, right. but you can do it. Scallops are seafood. <laughs> All you have to do is fry it in something that doesn't have those two things in it. Right, and um, yeah, there are a couple of people in the text line asking, well, didn't she have an EpiPen? Didn't she have something with her? If the allergy is severe enough and you get enough of the allergen, the EpiPen won't save you. Um, right. And, and we, I mean, we're just assuming that her allergy was indeed that sensitive, that her allergic reaction could be triggered by anything, by any small trace. But if it, if that's the case, and she ended up eating a couple of forkfuls before she started to feel sick, then no, she, she would have had way too much. 
exposure. Somebody just said, sorry, yeah. eat a salad. Disney has salads. She ordered things. She ordered scallops. Yeah. Those, that shouldn't have any, there should be no problem with ordering seafood with that allergy. And somebody else just texted and said, Dana and Parks said she did use an EpiPen and still died. And, they, yeah. and that, that would exactly go to what we were just saying. So, yeah, thank you for that. The other thing they said yesterday, and then we'll go back to your calls here, is that um, apparently having an allergy is a disability that is to be protected okay. and accommodated, which I did not know until yesterday. Um, okay. I, 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 I'm not aware of that either. Um, I, I mean, that may very well be true. I don't know one way or the other, but I mean, there, there are places that you couldn't go. I mean, you can't go to a nut stand if you have a nut allergy and expect them to sure. accommodate you. All they sell is nuts. That's true. And I wonder how you get around it. I'm sure there are ways to get around it, but yeah, don't, don't guarantee that it's going to be okay if it's not. Right. Let's go to Jim and Topeka up next, see what he's thinking. Hey, Jim. Yes. About allergies. The one thing that I keep hearing over and over again is avoidance and controlling symptoms instead of a way to desensitize and cure. And there is places in Europe that do this by adding minute amounts of that stuff to your body so your body learns that this is not dangerous to it and it learns to avoid it. And until that we learn to expand upon that, we are going to have the rest of this where everybody else in the world has to run in fear when somebody goes, I've got a peanut allergy, and everybody has to go run and hide because they're afraid they might kill them. So let's get the medical community to work better at preparing the people to survive in a world that has these things and can do something to lessen their allergies. And yes, there is medical things that do this, but it's not approved here in the United States. Uh, call the FDA, I guess. Jim, thank you. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, and I don't know, uh, you know, if those kinds of things are effective for everybody. Uh, I don't have a near enough knowledge to know how well that works. Me either. And a lot of you on the text line are saying she just has to bring her own food. No eating in restaurants. I'm having a hard time with that being the solution yeah to this uh, we need to get to a break if you're on cold if you're on hold we'll get to your calls next on kmbz 42 year old doctor with severe dairy and nut allergies goes to it, it sort of seems to be an irish pub that she went to at disney in florida they picked the restaurant because it, it must have said things on their website about it being allergen friendly they make it very clear to the restaurant that she has these severe allergies they assure her multiple times we got it no problem you'll be safe gonna take care of you she orders things that should be easy to make nut and dairy free like scallops and she ends up having an immediate reaction and dies yeah both of the things that she said she could not have were present in her after she ate there and uh you know somebody on the text line said that they used to work there and the protocol was that who whenever you go to a disney restaurant they ask you does anybody have any allergies or anything that we need to know about if the answer is yes they send the chef out to discuss it with you so wow. that, so that everybody knows somebody like we said seems to have really dropped the ball in this one Let's go to Alex and KCK up next. Hello, Alex. Hi. Uh, good afternoon. And you guys are the greatest, of course. I want to tell you, I'm kind of surprised that she didn't have an EpiPen on her 
She did. I'm, I'm sorry. Let me interrupt you. She did. They used it. It was not effective. Oh, really? Well, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah. But, I, you know, I would think that the restaurants would also have some other systems in place for, like, a defibrillator or Epitone or Benadryl. I, I went through cardiodema because I took the same blood pressure medicine for 20 years. I was out having my eyes checked, and my face started swelling up so fast that uh, I had to leave uh, from 125th up Metcalf to get to the community hospital. And they said, what what do you take for medicine? And I told them, and they said, okay, right now. And they hooked me up to an IV for Benadryl. Uh, But 15 minutes later, I would have asphyxiated because my esophagus was, my airway was closing up. But wow, so they used an epinephrine pen and it didn't do anything. No. They didn't have Benadryl. Wow. That's just terrible. Yeah, it's... It makes you wonder, right? It does indeed. Alex, thanks. And, yeah, I mean, anybody who's ever had a quick onset allergic reaction to that, um, I've only ever had two, and one was to medicine. Uh, The other one was a bee sting when I was tiny. I was two or three. Um, And the the second one wasn't that bad, but the one when I was a kid was. And, yeah, you learn very quickly (laughs) to stay away from the thing that, that caused you the problem. Uh, we can keep going here. We've got a couple more minutes. Skyler and Olathe's next. Hello, Skyler. Hey, how are you doing? I love your, your guys' show. Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, from my perspective, so my wife and I own a bakery, uh, and our five-year-old son is severely allergic to eggs. Uh, and uh, so there's two parts to this that I think are interesting, and I think sometimes we conflate it, whereas – one part is our own personal responsibility to keep ourselves safe. Uh, and another part is the liability uh, that uh, an establishment has. Uh, and the establishment has to do a lot to give you the information that you need to be able to keep yourself safe, right? Um, and when they have done something to make you think you're safe when you're not, of course, that's when there, there's a liability. But at the same time, you know, you've got to make your own good judgment. I, um, so it, it seems to me like, of, of course, they're completely liable for this uh, huge mistake, especially if, you know, it's true that the chef has to come out and discuss, you know, with an allergy that severe, it could be something, you know, like with our son, if, if there's two dishes uh, in the sink and they haven't been sanitized or through a hot uh, cycle in the dishwasher, he could have, like, we might, may need to use an EpiPen. And when it's that severe, she has had to do a lot of things or avoid a lot of things, situations, food, whatever, that seems too much, you know, to other people maybe. But she has to do that to keep herself safe. And it seems like also the restaurant uh, screwed up. And in my opinion, maybe she didn't, I, I would be hard for me to see that she didn't make a decision or maybe she made a decision that she normally wouldn't have. And, you know, uh, ended up in a situation that she wouldn't normally let herself get in. But yeah, that's my perspective. Anyway. Could be. All right. Uh, Skyler, thank you. Yeah. That's gotta be a real trick to try to navigate that with working in a bakery. Definitely. All right. Thanks, everybody, for getting in. Coming up, the video is out of a police detective for KCPD saving the life of a choking 
baby. We'll talk to that person coming up next here on KMBZ. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.